0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Vcast, where church and culture come together. As always, if you haven't already liked or subscribed to this podcast, please do so. Give us a like, follow us, and uh, everything you do helps us to continue to reach people with the word of God. So we love you guys. I hope you enjoy this podcast today. God bless you.
1: What is going on, Viva Viva? This is the second episode of our Ephesians series, and we're answering the question, who do you think you are? Um, today, I have a special guest. Jeremy's not here, so I have brought in another guest, and it's every—it's someone that we all know and love, Pastor Alan. How you doing, brother?
0: What's going on, brother? Pleasure to be here. Pleasure and, to have uh, you. Yeah, man. and You guys are doing a tremendous job. I think Viva Church uh, as a whole is very blessed to have you guys and all the listeners as well. Uh, great work and a pleasure to be here.
1: All right. Um, Before we start, I just I I wanted to ask and maybe we can let everyone know um, this episode. We called it. I am a saint focusing on who we are. Um, Last week we had talked about having a new identity and being in Christ. And this week we want to focus on what I what that identity is and is that and it is that I am a saint right that is who i am right in christ i have been made a saint and i'm no longer labeled as a sinner that is no longer who god labels me Mm. as so i wanted to ask you why this one kind of stuck with you because i know that we had sent you the script and we kind of just wanted to see you know which
0: one you would prefer and yeah, I mean, when you set the script, um, that one popped out to me only because I think when it comes to the word saint, a lot of people have a misconception, at least for me when I grew up, uh, saint for me was like this unattainable feat to accomplish, mm-hmm. like this high level you got to accomplish. I mean, even when you look into the Catholicism, you know, they pray to the saints, like these guys are like superheroes yeah. with supernatural powers. And so uh, for me, I just could never identify as a saint because I continue to see a lot of imperfections in my life, even, even as a believer. Um, and so I, I thought it was a very interesting one to tackle, and uh, I can't wait to get into it.
1: Yeah, man. Um, and Paul, he sort of, when he starts off his um, letter in M to the Ephesians, he mm-hmm. starts off by calling them saints, right? which is very weird because just like you said, when even in Catholicism when they pray to saints have you looked up some of the people that they're like who they call saints mm-hmm. i remember i was reading about some some saint i forgot his name who was like burned alive and he was alive for like 10 minutes mm. and he was just he, and they called him a saint cuz he was it was like a miracle that was performed he was mm-hmm. there and he was proclaiming who god was and he, being while being burned alive and i'm like dude right. how do i meet that standard like right. if i i'm not going to be able to do that if something like that happens mm-hmm. to me but paul he calls the entire Church of Ephesus um, Ephesus saints. In Mm -hmm. Ephesians 1, 1 through 2, he says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Grace to you and peace from God our Father
0: and the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think that's interesting because even when you look at the city of Ephesus, it was just one of the most pagan cities around at that time. I, I mean, idolatry was rampant. And so he's calling these individuals saints. Um, and, and because, I mean, when you look at the term saint, especially in, in the Greek word, uh, hagios is, is described as, is defined as different, as set apart, as holy. And so he's not only uh, calling them saints for the sake of identity, but also for their purpose. You are called to be set apart
1: man this is why we brought you because you bring out the greek and everything man <laughs> look at you yeah so paul referred to the people in the church of ephesus as saints but my question is unlike us are the people in the church of ephesus perfect is this is is this why he refers to him as refers to them as saints yeah and i don't think that's the case at all
0: yeah, not at all. I mean, when you think of saint, uh you kind of think of the little caricature of a a person with this aura around them, their yeah, body, right? They and they have a the, halo, the halo over their behind head. their head and they have <laughs> that light. And you hear the heaven open up yeah. and everything. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, but that's not the case with the people who he's talking to, just like us. They are sinners in need of God and mm-hmm. his grace. Right. However, regarding their identity, they have put their faith in Jesus and have been worthy to be called saints. Right. The same is true with us today, right? those of us who have put our faith in Jesus are no longer labeled as sinners but as saints. Right. And um, Paul, I forgot, I think it was in Romans, where he talks about how we were once slaves mm-hmm. to sin but we are now Um, slaves to righteousness and in John in the beginning of John in his gospel he says that those who believe are worthy to be called children of God Mm -hmm. right so there's a new label that's applied to us we were once slaves to wickedness we are now slaves to righteousness we were once children of wrath Mm -hmm. we are now children of God we were once sinners and now we are saints right right this is the new identity and although I say it's good Mm -hmm. to remind ourselves that we are sinful I think that it gets it, it begins to belittle the work of God in our lives. and mm-hmm. I wonder if you would agree with that.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, I actually remember when I first uh, started walking uh, in, in my faith journey, Um, There was a period in my life where I was reading the scriptures and it kind of like I was misinterpreting them because the more I read some of the scriptures, the more it seemed as if I had to identify with my fallenness, with my depravity. And and the more I did, the closer I got with God. Um, At the time, there was actually a a few buddies of mine that kind of thought the same way. And and that was the only thing that we talked like. It was like the gospel for us, like how depraved I am. Uh, But like you said, uh, Jacob, that's not the reality of our identity. Um, As a matter of fact, I think Peter puts it this way, uh, that we are chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a a holy nation, a people belonging to God to declare the praises of he who brought us out of darkness and placed us into his wonderful light. And so that is the that is the good news that we should be sharing of our identity as a child of light rather than one of darkness.
1: Yeah. and, And it seems like thinking of ourselves as only children of darkness and wrath, it seems to be a Protestant problem yeah it, it does at least within the reformed church it's something that you see the most i know for me um for a little while i didn't want to hear a preaching unless it talked about how sinful i was right right because then it's it was like, like Hit
0: me again preacher Come yeah on, pastor. like smack me Beat in me. the face <laughs>
1: you know but it, it's it paul doesn't do that he, right. he you see it in in his letter to corinth he kind of rips into them right um a lot like they mm-hmm. were they, they were doing a lot of stuff so he had ripped into them but when it came to ephesus it doesn't seem like that's what he's doing. Right. Rather, he's lifting them up mm-hmm. and he's saying, you're not sinners and you don't have to think of yourself as only sinners. Um, now, regardless of whether or not you're Christian, the truth is that you are a sinner. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to being a Christian, you're not only a sinner, right? Right. Um, all of mankind reflects the image of God. And although we're all cracked and dirty mirrors, we reflect mm-hmm. that image nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of bad to to label ourselves and think of ourselves as nothing more than sinners, But those of us who are in Christ are redeemed saints. Right. Right. And um, the way that um, I've heard people put it is that we are sinful saints. Right. That's who we are. And it k- kind of seems like those two words contradict. hmm But it's very true of who we are. We are sinful saints. We have been redeemed. Again, right. found worthy to be called saints. Yeah. But we still sin. Right. And it, yeah, it's like a, that. a
0: saint is not someone qualified by something good they have done, neither is it someone disqualified by something that they haven't done, Uh, rather we're qualified by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And it should be His grace that leads us to repentance, like repentance is not something that we used to do or did to jump into faith, repentance is our faith journey until the day we go home. And the Bible clearly says that it is God's goodness that draws us into, uh, 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 into repentance, that grants us repentance to move forward in our faith journey. Yeah. And say, say what you said at the beginning. Again, I'm going to need to write that down. Or did you say it's not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A saint is not someone qualified by something good they've done. Um, neither is it someone qualified by something wrong that they have done. Um, and typically, that's kind of where you find yourself at both ends of the spectrum. Like, I am a saint because of what I do, or um, I am a saint by what I don't do. And both are wrong perspectives of sainthood. Uh, sainthood is us being qualified by the shed blood of Jesus Christ, um, right? You've got that Kind of passive righteousness working into us the righteousness of christ given into our account as we if we lived it and then we have the active righteousness that flows from our own heart as we move forward in progressive sanctification yeah man that is awesome um
1: so i think a healthy way that we should view ourselves is Genu- genuinely new mm-hmm. however we have we are not totally new right right there, there's the difference there it's that i've been made genuinely new and i'm mm-hmm. a genuinely new person but i'm not totally
0: new we are i know made, that i was and, gonna mention that we had uh, i heard a preacher say it this way we've been saved we are being saved and then one day we'll be saved in all of its fullness yeah i that was exactly where i was just about to go because oh, i know we're that here, brother come the, on now come on we're looking <laughs> man it's the it's the
1: chemistry but me and Jeremy were actually having a conversation about Being saved and what that means, right? Um, We were talking about, you know, salvation, can you lose it and stuff like that? And that's a completely different conversation. But Mm. one thing that I saw that at least Jeremy had told me was that you can't lose something you haven't attained yet. Right. Right. So have I been saved? Not totally Mm. but i'm being saved Mm -hmm. and i'm in the process of sanctification justification and glorification right that's the process that i'm in right now i'm being justified daily i'm being sanctified daily Mm. um so have i been made genuinely new yes but until the end of this physical body Mm -hmm. until this physical body reaches its end i won't be made totally new yet Um, i'm still in the presence of sin and i still do sin Right, Um, But that is a healthy way to look at ourselves. Mm -hmm. Not that we have been totally saved, right? right? Because then I think pride starts to creep in. It's like, I'm too good, man. You know what I mean? I can do anything. I won't lose this salvation. I won't lose any of this stuff. I'll still be a saint. And it's like, that's not true yet. Right. Um, You're in the process of being made a saint. You're a saint, and you're saved, but you're just in the process right. of it. So Paul, throughout his letter, talks about this process. Mm-hmm. He himself also went through this process, mm-hmm. right? We are not perfect, but we are are not simply sinners. We are saints who sin. Right. And I think that Paul makes this clear because Paul is obviously someone that, as Christians, we sort of look up to. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- he wrote what like one third of the New Testament, mm-hmm. and even in it, he says. The things that I don't want to do, I do. Mm -hmm. And the things I do want to do, I don't do. So Mm -hmm. Paul himself says, even someone like me is still struggling with the process of
0: being justified. And that is the, I mean, I don't want to say it's the purpose, but you always wonder like, okay, like in salvation, why did not God totally redeem all of us, right? He only redeems the inner person, but we still have this body of flesh. And the way I see it, and the more I read the scriptures, the more I see it's 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 a means for us to depend and lean on God's grace mm-hmm. uh, for all things. I think if not, we just totally be rapture ready, right? God, take us right now because yeah. we're perfect, uh, but we're not. And and that's where I really want a lot of our listeners to just you know breathe now. You could take a deep breath and just exhale out uh, because your identity is in Christ. You are um, seen as righteous. You are seen as pure, not because we earned it but because Christ earned it on our behalf and we have that position here on the earth as if we were perfect. We're not perfect, but we have a position as if we were because of Jesus. Now, we can go one of two ways, right? You can hear that and it can make you want to worship more and I want to pursue the Lord more because of that reality or I can go the other direction and say, well, you know, if that's my position, then let me just fall into sin. Let me just do the things that I don't want to do because God is going to forgive me anyway. But uh, Jacob, I I don't think God intends for us to walk that path, right? Yeah,
1: definitely not. Yeah. Um, God is definitely wanting us to think of ourselves as genuinely new while also having in mind that I still am in the process of being made new. Right. Um, that's the importance, and that's what makes the gospel so much more beautiful. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm a sinner, but because of the works of Jesus Christ, because of that free gift, mm. I'm no longer labeled as that, and God no longer sees me as that, but he sees me as a saint.
0: I love the way John put it. Um, he writes to uh, the church and, and says, uh, I am writing to you so that you don't sin, right? Mm-hmm. This, is, this is where we're at. Don't sin, guys. But if we do, we have an advocate who um, intervenes on our behalf, the shed blood of Jesus Christ. But he also says, um, if anyone says that they are without sin, they're a liar. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality that we'll live in is that we're gonna continue to struggle, uh, but we need to depend on the grace of God to continue to be sanctified. Amen. Thank you guys for tuning into our podcast. I hope that you enjoyed yourself. If you did, don't forget to give us a like, a follow, subscribe, comment, and share this podcast with as many people as you know, so we can get the word of God out to everyone everywhere. We love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you guys on the next episode.